Welcome back to Beyond the Tavern Wall, a D&D podcast where we, your tavern keepers, teach you all things, whether it's to become a uh, battle master or a champion or maybe like a samurai or something like that. And heck yeah, you could maybe guess what we're going to talk about, but I'm not going to say that yet because we have to introduce our other wonderful gargantuan was the first word that came into my mind co-host um joke sam go ahead since you talked first go ahead uh i know i've put on a few pounds but goodness brayden introduce yourself and uh tell us your favorite dungeons and dragons weapon i love malls m-a-u-l because i like hitting things and i like smushing things and what's your name I'm Sam. Hi, everyone. There we go. Malls. All right. We're going to pass it over to Haley. Hello, everyone. I'm Haley. And I think my favorite would have to be either a flail or a trident. Ooh, I thought you were going to go flail or gla- glaive. Oh, glaive. I forgot. There we go. Flail or glaive. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Kendall. Um, I like myself a good, oh, I'm Kendall, and I like a good quarterstaff, even though Brayden thinks they're boring. I don't think quarterstaffs are boring. Yes, you said in a previous episode, you think they are the most boring thing in the world. If someone can go back and find that episode, and is it, did I actually, no, no, I said clubs. You said, you said quarterstaffs. No, it's clubs because we were talking about shillelagh. Anyway, Hunter, go ahead. We can discuss this later. <laughs> hey. Uh, hi, my name is Hunter. My favorite is probably longbows. It's because you're a ranger. Worst class in game. Mine, Brayden Figgins again. My favorite. Uh, we're going we're gonna to cut Hunter off before he can say anything. My favorite um, D&D weapon is probably a great sword, a flail, or a great axe. Because I think those are dope. Um, oh, but I also really like Warpick. Anyway, we're not going on. There's a lot. There's a ton of cool D&D weapons. And we asked D&D weapons because what class? Welcome to another class discussion because it's time to discuss the class that is the most versatile when it comes to weapons. Fighters. Now, fighters. Actually, Haley, give a yeah. qu- quick. You love fighters. They're your favorite, like one of your favorite classes if not your favorite give us a quick little like flavor text if you were to describe someone describe to someone what a fighter is a fighter is someone who is best with melee and ranged like archery fighting and it's just something that they have practiced and honed their entire life so they're just like super op at it i feel like when you think of fighter and like a D, like, well, I guess how fighters are put in D&D, it's those guys, like you're saying, that are just, or girls, I shouldn't just say guys, my bad. Uh, it's those people who are just skilled at, it's going to sound the dumbest thing, fighting. Like, that's their whole, their whole thing, combat. Just hit you with any kind of weapon that comes up. That's their biggest thing. And honestly, that, I, that's what I feel like is their key feature when it comes to, um, fighters is that they have a proficiency in every single weapon whether it's martial weapons and dnd there's um different classes of weapons you have your martial weapons and your simple weapons and then i believe is ranged weapons a different one or are they under martial i believe they're under finesse oh finesse uh oh i don't know Ooh, 
Well, I don't know. I could be wrong. Um. I... Yeah. Anyway, there's like those two main ones, Marshall and Simple. So a fighter is proficient in all of them. So they can use whether it's a club to a flail, which would require more training from a dagger to a scimitar. Like they just have that uh, finesse in them in order to do that. Um, since we're already talking I, about, go ahead. I would say I'd also like to mention that they are also proficient in all armor. Oh, yes. All armor as well. Basically, they're your and, combat. Go ahead. And shields. Yes. They are your like combat girlies, as we like to call Haley. Um, yeah. Haley herself is proficient in all armor, shields, and weapons. It's true. scary. Mm-hmm. Um, since we're already on the topic of main features, what are some other main features that the fighters have that make them unique and different than, let's say, a barbarian who, in a sense, is just the same. They hit people hard. What makes a barbarian and fighter different? Teacher, call on me. Bam! Barbarians, they hit things hard and they hit things wildly. Fighters use a little finesse. They have different ways to spice up the way they hit things. And they hit a lot more, if I'm thinking correctly, with action. Yeah, they put turmeric on their hammers. <laughs> That's how they spice things up. Yeah. With the turmeric, yes. I, I prefer to put um, some chili peppers on mine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel like that's the way to go. Uh, you're saying action surge. Um, action surge is another main... You were kind of cut off a little bit, but action surge is another main, main aspect of fighters. Uh, Hunter, do you want to... Time for mechanics with mom. Mechanics with mom. And we're going to throw it over to Hunter for this episode of mechanics with mom. And we really need to get a jingle in because then I can, when I'm in editing, I could throw that in. We give a little pause and then time for mechanics with moms and then Hunter. Hi, welcome to another section of mechanics for moms. Action surge is a feature that a fighter gains at second level that allows them to give themselves an additional action. Uh, however, this feature can only be used once every long rest. It's, it's phenomenal. It's super duper fun. I think if you listen to our Thanksgiving one shot, I was playing a Battlemaster fighter. Battlemaster being the subclass. We'll discuss those in a bit. But I was playing a fighter and I used action, action surge to get up to the, the dire turkey. Which I'm still so upset that I did not realize that we were going to fight a giant turkey. <laughs> I'm glad Kendall let me Captain Hook it. <laughs> What are some other features that are looked over or unique to the fighter? Second wind. And what is second wind? Second wind is an ability that they get at, I think they just have that at first level, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, basically, you get to heal yourself, and I think it's every... So second wind. Um, you get to heal your hit points equal to 1d10 plus your fighter level. And you get that every short rest. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I think another thing that is looked over for fighters that really go into their versatility is how many ability score improvements they get. For real. 
They, so an ability score improvement, for those who don't know, we are just mechanics for momming it up within the first 10 minutes of this. I hope you guys fighter are ready. Is... Go Sorry, ahead. Finish. No, no, no. You go ahead. I was going to say, as fighter, as simple as I always thought it was, there's a lot to unpack with that, that class. Mm -hmm. It's simple to use, hard to master. Yes. It's a the, high it, the, skill ceiling. I was going to say, skill ceiling is almost non-existent. Yes. It's just out. You can't see it. It's... <laughs> For example... I, let me grab a... <laughs> my, you, grab what? He just, he just is gone. <laughs> I'm so cold. I'm sorry. Oh, he needed a blanket. Okay. We're leaving that yeah, I in. My, I got my haunt. We're leaving oh, that in. Oh, your haunt Okay. Um, it's cold. So we'll give the we'll go off the barbarian because I feel like barbarians and fighters are similar in their roles, um, just done differently. Barbarians, for example, every fourth level you get an ability score improvement. An ability score improvement allows you to um, either you can choose two things. You can either choose to upgrade your a ability score and ability score by well two skill. Oh my gosh, I cannot speak. Two ability scores by one. Or one ability score by two or you can choose a feat and feats just are like extra things that you can do um, to make your character stronger or enhance your combat or roleplay abilities barbarians and most of gun yeah you could get a gun there's a there's a you can literally become proficient in guns with feats um barbarians and all the other classes they have uh ability score improvements every four levels so you get one at fourth eighth twelfth 16th and 19th i guess that's a little different but anyway fighters actually, what that's actually not quite true because they get looking at the book right now they get one at fourth level sixth level eighth level 12th level 14th level 16th oh, I'm level talking and about, 19th level i'm talking about all the other ones oh the other ones yes the fighters my bad nope you jumping Hunter ahead of the really gun. Came in with the actually. I am. Um, actually. Actually. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but just like Hunter was saying, fighters get it at fourth, sixth, eighth. Get it every once you hit fourth level, it's every two levels after that, which is just insane because you get mm -hmm. your main stat to the top uh, to a twenty, which is the max you can go. So plus five, and then you can get tons of feats which just enhance your abilities in combat it's it's so fun to play as because then you just feel so powerful because you can do so many different things it's it's just it's just i love it fighters are really really interesting in that aspect for the custom ability and the versatility that you can go and feats and your ability score improvements anything else specific about fighters that um people might need to know before starting to get into one um they have this cool thing that starts at level nine so it won't be like getting into it but um at level nine you can re-roll a saving throw that you failed but if you do you have to use the new roll and you can use it once per long rest and then at 13 at level 13, you can do it twice, and then at level 17, you can do it three times. I'm questioning why I ever chose Paladin. For real. 
I like paladins. I I think paladins are up there in the best class. So fight. I, it's just so, depends on what you want to go with. What's the hit dice for a fighter? D ten. D ten. And if you really, really shouldn't. Roland's big into guns. Your character in the Wednesday night group. There's a gunslinger slinger class, or that's made by Matt Mercer. Four fighters. I should have looked at that. I should have looked at that. Hmm. I'm a fool. Hey, there's a mini campaign like coming I'm, up. I'm purposefully throwing Roland into a pit now. Okay, that's your decision. Um, have we gone over fighter stereotypes yet? We I have think not. We've no, I, I, I was getting. I was. I was. I didn't skip it. I was getting to it after main features. Oh, excuse oh. me, I'm sorry. Because I was talk I talked about main features first. So I was like, oh, this is a great segue into this, and then we'll get back to stereotypes. See, I got something going on up here. Though there's only like oh. half a brain cell, it's working overtime right now, okay? Okay, um, sorry. No, you're good. No worries. Stereotypes now. Kendall, it sounds like you have one. What do you think is what are some stereotypes of fighters? <laughs> You're in a tavern. Sorry, I'm painting a, t a scene. You're in a tavern, and a dark, mysterious figure, figure is in the corner. Somebody next to you bumps into you. They knock over your drink. They get mad at you for spilling it on them. A bar fight ensues, and that dark, mysterious figure in the corner is the one that beats everybody up and helps you escape. Sure. I'm not gonna lie, I got rogue vibes from that. Yeah, same. <laughs> i was getting ranger i was getting uh ranger vibes from that what was it was it the lord of the rings yeah that, yes that was way too much role play introduction for it to be a fighter that's my stereotype <laughs> okay then what's what's your stereotype guys excuse me you just said it they don't role play. i just said it they don't role play yeah that's probably it yeah they basic <laughs> Be some basic boys. Yeah. Isn't the most common like character a human fighter? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's the most comfortable. I feel like because it's you. When you think of like I don't know, I feel like fighters are you're like oh that's super simple. You just hit things. It's a fighter human, uh, champion fighter human. Because champion's like the simplest subclass in the world. It's literally just. If you roll a 19, that's a crit as well. And which that's, is nice. Which is, which is good. I'm not, I'm not dissing fight, uh, champion at all. I'm just saying, it's, fighter is, like, is usually what I have people do if they're not sure what class to go into. Because if you want to do magic, go Eldritch Knight. If you want to just hit things, stay champion. Go Battlemaster. There's, like we've said, I've said a thousand times, there's so much versatility with that, that... It allows you the it allows the normal basic of the, your human fighter to be very unique at the same point as well. What's another stereotype? I don't know. It's not really a stereotype, I guess. I just don't like that people think they're only for new players. Like I'm almost 10 years down the line. If I tell people I'm going to play a fighter, they're like, oh, really? Isn't that kind of boring? I don't, I don't know. That doesn't sit right with me. 
<laughs> You're like, you want to see? <laughs> I don't get that because I, I know nothing about fighters, but as I have been reading about them today to prep for this, they seem fun. They are. Wait, you were reading the player's handbook? No, I was reading an entirely different website. So, sorry. Never going to happen. <laughs> I, f I feel like... Since it's seen as that basic character, a lot of people don't look at it as like you can do much with it. Like you're like you were just saying, like people are like, oh, you still play fighter or you're playing a fighter. That's kind of lame. You must be a noob. When it's just like think of Liam O'Brien's character in campaign three is a battle master fighter and he does a phenomenal job at it. Um, critical role. Sorry, we keep bringing it up. Great podcast. Great to uh, kind of reference some things too. Um, stereotypes. I feel like, honestly, those are the big ones. It's just the human. Uh, I have another one. Oh, who? Go ahead. Uh, just the hired hand, the hired mercenary. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like, doesn't, yeah. Doesn't super really has a purpose. Their only purpose is to fight for money, basically. You guys are really gonna hurt Miguel's feelings when he listens to this episode. <laughs> is that There's his character? Stories in... available: mercenary or soldier, and that's it. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. It's not a bad thing. Again, when we say these stereotypes, it's not saying they're bad. We're just saying these are like the common things you see, because then it can give you a, um, this is, the, we're going to, we're going to flavor stereotypes. It's going to be what characters do we see most in our tavern? Huh? Huh? Yeah. You guys don't yeah. seem thrilled, so we're just, we're just going to roll with it. Um... <laughs> This point of these stereotypes isn't for you for you listeners to be like, oh, I can't do that because everyone else does that. It's so that you come to an understanding of like what's been done before, how you can improve upon it if you want, or if you don't want to. Here's the really basic way of fighter, like the most common way of fighters played, basically. Or a druid or whatever class we're discussing. Um... So how would you build a fighter? What ability scores um, would you go into? And I feel like fighters are so unique because they can go multiple different ways. Like if you were to build a fighter yourself, what would you do? I'm guessing the most common to, to dump all your points into would be strength and dex because you, both, you get both ranged and uh, melee weapon proficiencies. So you want the most out of that. It also would probably depend on what type of weapon, or I guess it's going to be your fighting style, which one you're going to specialize in. Because mm -hmm. I, I would say either strength or dex at the top, depending on what weapon you're planning on using, and then constitution is the second highest stat. It also um, depends kind of what subclass you want to take, too. Because yes. if you're going to do Eldritch Knight, you're going to want your intelligence to be up there as well. Oh, is intelligence the spellcasting modifier for fighters? They're, they're just... So. Yeah, they're just fighter wizards. I didn't know that that was the case for them. Because they use, uh, they use the wizard spell list as well. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, so they have the, the widest range, but they're also just punching people in the face. Um, 
abilities. I feel like, yeah, strength, dex, depending on where you're going, if you want to be more, if you want to use finesse weapons, dexterity, if you want to be ranged, dexterity, but if you want to just be, hit someone with a sword, strength. And then constitution, because normally fighters can fill in the role of the tank um, or the um, consistent damage output because of their multiple opportunities to d dish out damage. So it just depends on what you're wanting to build for your character, which really brings up a good point. Um, I'm a firm believer that the character sheet, what all your stats and what you look at is a supplement to your backstory. Mm -hmm. And maybe we can talk about that later is how to like differentiate the two and make a, how to, like, I don't know. We can, we can, we can discuss that and see if that even fits in a good episode, but making it so that your character sheet fits well into your backstory, because that's the important part. Um, so really, however you want to build determines what ability scores you want to go. Um, and then with that as well, it determines what subclass you want to go. And subclasses are super dope. You guys like my segue into this? Because we're going favorite fighter subclasses. And then what we <gasps> think is the strongest fighter subclass. And I'm going to throw it to Sam again because he was so worried that we're all going to take his lovely champion subclass that... I was actually going to say Battlemaster, but okay. go on. No, I was, I, I was guessing. I was going to be honest. I was going to see if I could say guess it. Um... However, I've changed my mind. So please finish your thought and I will oh, no. continue. I'm throwing it off to you now. What's your favorite subclass? Gunner, of course. The the Matt Mercer one you just told me about. The gunslinger. Official. We're going to go official subclass. Oh, well, I'm going to go with Battlemaster. It's going <laughs> to sound so depressing now. It just gives you a lot of combat flair and options if you want to do stuff in different ways. And I like that. But there's no guns involved. so There could be. What is anyone else on board with Battlemaster? I do like Battlemaster, but it's not my favorite. I think yeah, you're going to say champion, mm. aren't you? I'm not. Battlemaster is like a really solid subclass, I would say. Like really solid. It's definitely up there, I think, in the best of the fighters. Because of also, it's such a cool name, Battlemaster. It's so think of Battlemaster as you're using different tactics that you've learned throughout, whether you're, your backstory is like you're in the army or trained with somebody. You use different tactics to um, enhance your abilities or uh, deal different damage to, uh, like, what, what, what's a good way to put it? Um, I guess enhance your abilities in, in and out of combat. Um, like I was saying, my character in the one shot, if you listen to that, and if you haven't, go and listen to it because Kendall did a phenomenal job. Um, Thank he was you. a Battlemaster fighter, and the one thing he did because we killed the turkey so fast, I was so sad, um, was he used his, go uh, his, oh, it was a menacing attack, which made the turkey frightened of him. So just a little, like, flavor and flair in there for that. Uh, what are your guys' other favorites class? Because mine is, mine is Battlemaster as well. My favorite is um, a rune knight fighter. Basically, they enhance their attacks with the power of runes. And I think there's like five 
One, two, three. Isn't it oh, one my... for each giant? I definitely counted that wrong. Yes, it's one for each giant, and they... And when you put it on your weapon, it basically just flavors your attacks. Like, there's one that does fire damage. There's one that... Um, you gain plus two to all ability checks and saving throws. One that gives you advantage on ability checks. Um, there's one that makes you, like, I believe turns you into a giant creature. I think that's the storm one, isn't it? I believe I so. so. Um, I could be wrong. Because they have, like, a out-of-combat feature and an in-combat feature. Yeah, they're they're super cool. Runeite's definitely, like, probably the most thematic one out of uh, all the fighters' ones. I feel like it's really hits that fantasy, like, magic theme, other than just being able to cast spells. Mm -hmm. Runeite's probably my second favorite. Well, maybe third. Uh, that's really cool. Is that in Tasha's? That is Ta Tasha's, yes. Tasha's College yeah. of Everything, one of the supplemental books. I didn't look through those subclasses in there, so didn't see that one. Yeah, I believe they have that one and Samurai in that. Or not no, it's Samurai. Arcane Archer. Arcane Archer, which yeah, is not that great. Yeah. Is that anyone's favorite? It's, I want to know what it favorite. is now that you've said that. Um, Basically, they can make magic ranged attacks. I honestly, I've not been interested in that at all, that I don't really know much about it. Oh, that's something else we should talk, should talk about. Um, it's been brought up a lot that some of you guys are worried about playing because you feel like you have to have all these things memorized. Um, that's not true. Everything you need is, is in front of you on a piece of paper or in the book. We still use the book constantly when we're like, oh, shoot, what does this ability do? And we go and look it up. And, and even if it's in front of you, you still won't remember because in our Wednesday night group, uh, I have had to remind, I actually finally, not finally, I had to help one of our players use any of his uh, subclass actions because he had not used them at all in the 50 sessions he's been playing this character. So, oh yeah, it's, I, it's a little bit on my fault. Um, but now he's using them and it's fantastic. So... You don't have to know all of these constantly off your head. You have paper in front of you. If you're using electronic D&D Beyond or whatever, it's all in front of you. So you do not have to remember everything. We know everything yeah. because we talk about everything. Go ahead, Kendall. <laughs> we do not know everything. I just a couple months ago understood what a bonus action was. Two years playing. Anyway, um, I you, you understand. Yeah, I do. Oh, OK. Sam okay. Sam explained it to me really well. It's if I use magic, cannot use magic again until next round. <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I have been thinking about this, and I honestly think you could get like a doctorate degree in Dungeons and Dragons. Like that is there is so much content. And unless you like dedicate your life to memorizing all of it, you're not gonna know everything off the top of your head like people professionals reference source books all the time 
Or you could be Matt Mercer and have it all memorized. He still reference it. Oh, yeah, he, he still does. does, yeah. Yep. No. uh <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. You can't make me argue that. <laughs> you, you've never watched Critical Role, so it's all good. Uh, Kendall, what's your favorite? And, uh, you know, wait, 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 wait. Kendall, I'm sorry. We've made Hunter go last, like, this whole episode. So I'm going to have Hunter go next, just so it doesn't feel left out. No, please, please do. Hunter, you go. Well, I kind of like going last. Oh, well. Um, I like Samurai. Samurai's pretty dope. Uh... I mean, looking through it, one of the main features that really caught my attention is Fighting Spirit. Uh, basically, it allows you to use your bonus action uh, up to three times within a long rest to regain a certain amount of temporary hit points, which temporary hit points basically will... It, it gives you a small little pool of hit points that will stack on top of your total hit points. But once they're depleted, those cannot be regained, and temporary hit points do not stack. Anyways, you can gain a certain amount of temporary hit points depending on your level, and you also gain advantage to whatever weapon attack rolls you make until the end of that turn. I'm going to pass it to Kendall, and then I have a, I, I have this thing about fighters. But I'm gonna we're gonna talk about after we talk about our favorite subclasses because it's kind of like Haley's not gonna like my opinion on this. So Kendall, go first. <laughs> um, I haven't had a lot of time to look over this because it's just been a crazy day. But I from my first impressions, I think Echo Knights sound really cool. Echo Knights are cool. And that's official because it's in uh Explorer's Guide to Wild Mountain. Yeah, um, I am going to I'm going to read like the first little paragraph of it because that's what hooked me to it. It says a mysterious and feared frontline warrior of the Kryn dynasty. The Echo Knight has mastered the art of using Dunamis, I think is Dunamancy. Dunamancy to summon the fading shades of unrealized timelines to aid them in battle. Surrounded by Echo's Echoes of their own might, they charge into the fray as a cycling swarm of shadows and strikes. So, okay. Echo Knights, they're able to, like, basically produce an echo of themselves, and they're able to use that echo to attack or, like, change places with them. Honestly, Echo Knight is, what is really OP. It super is. Like, it's yeah, not balanced. Like, that's kind of how, like, not nothing dis dissing on, like, you know, anyone who's made that one, but it's definitely the strongest. Um, it's, it's just the ability, it's just insane. It really, really mm -hmm. is crazy. It's yeah. really cool. I totally forgot about that one because I, I totally forgot. But yeah, that one's really, really cool. Um, yeah. Okay. Are you ready for my thing, Haley? I'm ready. Echo Knight kind of changes it, but I've always felt like the reason I don't want to play a fighter as much is because a lot of their subclasses are just not interesting to me. Like, I feel like they're so... Like, Samurai. I like Samurai. I love that. But I feel like they should have named it something other than Samurai because... I, that takes me out of the D&D &D world. 
you know, because samurai, J Japanese, all that stuff. I've been doing a lot of research about samurai recently. Like, it's just not D&D &D to me. Like, they could have named it something else. So, therefore, I'm like, Wait. I don't really want to play it. Cavalier. Okay. When are you ever going to be on a mount all the time? Like, you're not going to be on a mount half the time. Champion, though it's good, it's just kind of bland. Like, I feel a lot of their subclasses are very bland. Do you want to know why you don't like playing fighters? Why? Tell because me why not, I don't. <laughs> you're not a combat girly. I love combat. Right, Sam? When I'm the player. Right, Sam? You're 100% right. <laughs> As a DM, I hate combat. As a player, I really enjoy combat. And you had so much fun playing a fighter during the playing one Playing a battle master fighter. Because battle which master is, still, is, is like the only one, one I like. That's fine. You can only like one, but that doesn't make the whole class bad. I'm not saying bad. I said bland. You're bland. You know fight, what? Fight, 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 no. fight. <laughs> Here's my thing. I just don't feel like like Arcane Archer. Okay, Arcane Archer. Um, What does that do? Like you have a ranger for your archer. Why are you making a subclass for... I like, Yeah, they're probably like trying to... Versus, like, make a ranged subclass for a fighter, but... And on all honesty, rangers are just the worst kind of fighter. Fighters are the are the better ranger. Um, <laughs> I... Why I think a lot of the subclasses for fighters are so bland is because... I think... No one get mad at me. I'm getting mad. Not you. Oh. Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> Please don't get mad at me. I think it's because Wizards of the Coast is really leaning into this is the beginner class. And I think that's why a lot of the subclasses for fighters are bland because they're easy to learn. That's actually, I can get on with that. Yeah. Battlemaster. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like Battlemaster is the one where it's like, here's a little bit more advanced because you have to be mm -hmm. thinking about a little different things. But other than that, there's not a lot of different, like there's not a lot of difference inside, I'd say. And I, because you can have an Eldritch Knight fighter, which introduces you to magic. You could have a Ruin Knight a fighter, which kind of gets you a little bit into like Barbarian or stuff like that. Like you can go both ways when it comes to a fighter. And then you eventually move your way out to maybe some, quote-unquote, big boy classes. Yeah. But there is a lot to a, a fighter, like, outside of their subclass that is, is fascinating and fun to talk about. And such, like we were saying, there's such a high uh, mastery of the class that makes them fun. Especially, again, I'll go back Battlemaster. There's so much mastery to that, which is why I love that subclass. But all the other ones, I'm like... I'm not incredibly interested into that, in that. Like, I'd rather do a paladin because they hit things just as hard and they have a little bit more flavor and, like, uniqueness to them. Haley, are I we still friends? I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand it, but I don't like it. Uh, you know, 
we're we can agree to disagree okay as long as we're still on this podcast and it doesn't affect anything at all um and in dnd we're great right we're still friends yes hunter are we still friends even though i made fun of rangers I'm going to be in your walls tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to move on before I get uh, absolutely slaughtered. Um, characters or celebrities, celebrities that would be fighters. So fighters okay. in pop culture. Kendall. Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're barbarians. Yeah. They rage a lot, Sam. They're both. I say they're both. No, they're barbarians. Okay. Anyway. No, I, they're barbarians. <laughs> I'm not even saying anyway. <laughs> New Yorkers. Okay, I can I can hop on with that. Yeah, okay. Hey, <laughs> hear me out. I don't want any of you sh shooting this down, okay? Oh I'm ready to shoot it down. Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's a monk. Oh, no, she's, she uses guns. Okay. She does. She's a mix of melee range. It's a multi-class. Mm. No, I think she's a straight battle master fighter. I don't know. I can kind of see where you're coming from, Kendall. Okay, well, you I know what? see her as a rogue, though, actually. Yeah. Anyways, how about Finn the Human from Adventure Time? He's a fighter, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's a really good example for sure. Also, like Kendall, I have maybe one that you guys will not agree with, but I do have reasons. Um, everyone is gonna say Ranger for this one, but I think Legolas is a fighter. Yep. I can get behind that. That's okay. because fighters are the better rangers. I, I can see it because I feel like you can make the argument for everything like that. Because player's handbook um, ranger is just, they're really good at tracking and survival. And that's why I would put uh, Legless more on the ranger side is because elves in that world in Middle Earth are so good at tracking things that would put them in the ranger side for me. But I do agree with you that they can be looked, he can be looked at as a fighter. I would say Aragorn is a fighter. I, yeah, I feel like Aragorn would be more of a fighter in my opinion. I, I don't know. Haley, talk to me. He, yeah. Um, I, I could see both of them as a fighter. The only reason why I say Legolas is because... He is versatile in all of the weapons he uses. He has the two knives. He has his archery. And he might, he's probably just a fighter that took the archery fighting style. Because he's also a very strong swordsman as well. And then Kendall, we'll go off of Aragorn too, like... I feel like you can mm -hmm. flip-flop these books. I feel like when you when Tolkien made these and kind of how Wizards of the Coast went after this, I feel like Legolas was like the typical ranger because you have Drizzt from like the Lord of the Rings, not the D&D &D books, who's a ranger and is basically just uh -huh. Legolas. Yeah. But Kendall, go ahead with Aragorn real fast. Ew. So, um, 
if I'm not, I'm pretty new to Lord of the Rings, but if I'm not mistaken, Aragorn is actually like called the Ranger or something. Mm-hmm. At some He's point, a Ranger. Right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. And he does have those scenes where he is tracking um, the hobbits, right? But his finesse with um, the sword really gives me a fighter vibe you know like i don't really see a ranger wielding a, a great sword that's true i don't know and I, go, yeah. ahead. go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead yeah and if there's a subclass or a feat that would make him like good with archery or something maybe that but i i can't recall a time where he uses a bow and arrow he uses a bow and arrow doesn't he I don't remember. Maybe? Hunter, I'm throwing it over to you. Oh boy, um, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't think he ever touches one. Alright, Google. He has, a, he has a bow. He has one, I just don't think he ever uses it. Does Aragorn <laughs> use a bow is like the first thing. Um, yeah. Aragorn used and a bow just... during, during a short bow during the War of the Ring. Oh, he uses oh, okay. it... Um, at Helm's Deep, I'm guessing, probably. Mm, doesn't he use it at, um... He has a sword at Helm's Deep. No, uh, uh, and Hen, when, uh, Boromir dies? Ooh, But well, I am spoilers. also seeing a photo, I don't care. If you have not <laughs> seen Lord of the Rings, you don't deserve to not have it spoiled. That's just what it is, sorry. <laughs> Actually, I don't think he, I don't think he does. Aragorn's bow, and I have a picture right here, of him using it, and he has it pulled out in Mines of Moria when the, uh, Gandalf falls down. Oh yeah, that's he uses true. It to shoot the, uh, but I'm not saying that makes him a ranger because archery fighting style. Yeah, archery fighting style. Yeah, but also like it's not no, like you I... can flip flop that, right? Because, um. You can't say, oh, this person's not a ranger because they don't use a bow. I think that's I'm not explaining this right, but I think that is true. Like, you can't flip flop it. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like- I do agree with you, Kendall, because you're just using the exact same like argument that I use for Legolas. You're just saying he has he specializes in weapon mastery like he can go either way i agree with you i know what yeah i'm not, yeah. I'm not so, similar argument to this so it's just yeah. whatever just one second i want to make this point <laughs> but a ranger it's in the name they're all about range they use ranged weapons aragorn most of the time is using a sword that's not a ranged weapon I rest my case. I will say... Go ahead, Hunter. All right, if we're all done... Oh, I actually have one more thing about... I have one more thing about Ranger Fighter. Uh, The only difference in proficiencies when it comes to armors, weapons, and shields is that Rangers can't wear heavy armor. They are proficient in simple and martial weapons. And he does wear heavy armor. Uh, I would say uh, it's medium armor. At the end? Oh, at the end. That looks like some heavy armor. Let's see. He has chainmail. Is chainmail heavy armor? If yes. you're talking about... Yes, it is. Okay, yep, it'd be heavy armor. 
Yeah. I'm not saying he's a uh, he's a ranger. He's the one I would say is a fighter through and through. It's Legolas where I'm like, he's definitely, in my eyes, more of a ranger than a fighter. Yeah, yeah. In my eyes. Okay. You're just really trying to argue with me on all fronts during this I episode. I am I because <laughs> I know you love fighters. So I have to. This is great content. That's all. It's great content. <laughs> I've got I've got one for the poll at the end of the episode if you guys would like to hear it. Okay. Are the Power Rangers fighters or rangers? Oh. Don't they punch people? They're monks. They're monks. What do you mean? They've got like swords and stuff. What Power Rangers are you watching? Kinsei. Wave the Kinsei. The ones that kick people in the face. With how many iterations of Power Rangers there are, like it, it's possible to see it from. Yeah, it, I feel like in a lot of them they tend to have more monk-like tendencies, but in a lot of the other iterations there could be other classes. But anyways, what D and D class would a Power Ranger be? There we go. Let's look. Um. It's literally only giving me, oh, here's a Power Ranger homebrew class. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to know which one you think. Uh, it doesn't matter. I would put them as monks. I would also put them as monks. Yeah, same. Well, that wasn't the question. It was fighters or rangers. And the answer is neither. <laughs> it, out of the two, they'd be fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, John Wick. Barbarian. Oh. He rages. Ooh. Uh, Master Chief. Master Chief. Master Chief is a fighter. John. Okay, Hunter, Brayden, do you agree with me when I say Mikasa from AOT? Attack on Titan? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's not what I would, like, none of that. What would I, I'm trying to think of, like, no, yeah, they, 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 they couldn't be any other class. They'd literally only be fighters. Like, I'm, like, thinking much. rogue. Yeah. I'm, like, no, they're not, they're not rogues at all. They're, they're fighters. They're not rangers. The only one I could see as a rogue would be Levi. The yep. rest are just fighters. Yep. Levi's a menace. We love him. Except for Aaron, I'd say he's barbarian. Yeah, every every anime main character is a is a bar barbarian because they're all like, <laughs> "I'm so angry, you killed my mother, and I'm gonna revenge and kill the rest of you guys for this. It's gonna be my whole." Or paladins because they make an oath to destroy whatever killed their parent at the beginning of the season. Oh yeah. That was a very accurate anime protagonist because impression, though. It is. I gotta I, say, I have watched one, two animes in my entire life. Well, more than one episode, and that's Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan. And literally in the first episode, they did the same exact thing. Aaron. Titans come and attack. And he's like, I vow to kill all the Titans, and I will take them all out if it's the last thing I do. I don't even know the guy in Demon Slayer. I haven't even gotten it. What's his, what's his name? His name is Tanjiro. Tanjiro? 
He's like, I'm going to kill all the demons if it's the last thing I do. Literally the same exact thing. I have a problem with anime because it's that's the base of every single anime. Okay, first of all, that is not true about Demon Slayer. His ultimate it is goal not true. was to help his sister. He literally so. says, I'm going to kill all the demons. His ultimate goal is to help his sister. I'm I don't care. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> I've never seen any of these animes, so I'm stepping out of this conversation. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. What's another? John Wick. Let's go back to John Wick. The reason I say he's a fighter is because of his versatility with weapons. He could be considered a monk. I'd put him maybe a monk if he's not a fighter, but I go with fighter. Going back to Lord of the Rings, I would almost say that Boromir's a fighter. Boromir's a fighter. I feel like he's 100% a fighter. Faramir's a ranger, but that's not the point. Boromir, 100%, is a fighter. What would Denethor be? Uh, In the books, he'd be a warlock. He's a coward. That's what he is. is. (laughs) He's a coward. (laughs) Uh, Any other uh, fighters in pop culture? I have like three more. Okay. Let's hear them. Wait, did everybody get a chance? I think so. Did Sam? I've said many. Oh, okay. Okay. Go. Um, so I have three. Um, I will start with the least known to the best known. Least known, uh, my favorite movie in the world is A Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. I love that movie. Good show. Will Will Thatcher is a fighter. Haven't seen it. Boo. Oh, we're watching it. We're watching it to bond as a podcast group. Anyway, um, the next would be like all gladiators ever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, glad. Uh, I thought yeah. it's like the definition of a fighter for me because they're literally getting paid to fight. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the most obvious one that I'm surprised nobody has mentioned yet is Link from the Legend of Zelda. Dang. That's like yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised no one said Mulan from oh. Disney. Ooh, yep. yeah, Mulan, yep. Yep. Mulan's up there. Any other... What about The Rock? <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Would he be a fighter? He's a barbarian, no. isn't he? He's a warlock. He's a warlock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, I can kind of see the warlock. I get it. He's sold his soul. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, come on our podcast and talk to us what D class he would be, okay? Sure. <laughs> and then that's that'll be the whole episode. About five minutes, you'll be like, "I'm a fighter," and then it'll be over. I don't think that's the right accent, but I, sure. I, 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 do you think I can do a Dwayne the Rock Johnson like accent? No, is, dude. His voice is just pretty normal. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, did I go like Brooklyn? I don't know. Even know what I went. Yeah, like. that was that yeah. was kind of like hey, that yo, was kind of Brooklyn Boston. Where's the cup of goop? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyone else got any? Um, <laughs> I think that's basically a lot of the. I mean, you can do whatever. Um, we want our poll question to be, is Legolas a fighter or ranger? Should that be our poll question for this episode? Oh, let's do that. Let's do that. And then, we can, then we can ask what other celebrities or uh, characters are fighters. Okay? Yeah. So that's your guys' yeah. assignment. We're going to start reading them at the very end of episodes before the uh, episode prior. So next episode, listen to the end, and you could be featured on Beyond the Tavern Wall. Um, I think that's everything, though. 
Um, if there's nothing else, I believe it's time for me to read the outro. Um, my dog started whining. That was scary. Uh, we're good. He's fine. He's just, our cat's trying to get his treat. Um, outro. Oh, why did I actually read outro? Holy chicken. I'm going to, one minute, 5215. Cut. Thank you guys so much for coming to the episode. We appreciate I We say it again and again. We just got our Spotify wrapped. And some of you guys have been sending pictures to us of like us being in your top four, top five um, podcasts. And you don't understand how much that means for us. For a podcast that only started, what, five months ago to yeah. doing as w better than any of us probably thought we would be doing this far in. Uh, this in this short amount of time, guys, we we cannot express how grateful we are for every single one of you. You guys mean a ton to us. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast, for getting out there and just being awesome fans, supporters of it all. Um, if you enjoy the podcast and you're not already following us on social media, we have a TikTok and Instagram, and it's Beyond the Tavern Wall for both of them. Uh, Kendall does a fantastic job with that. With that. If you have any suggestions for episode, comments, questions that we can answer, whether it's about the podcast or about D&D &D in general, email us at beyondthetavernwall at gmail.com. Um, who wants to give the, an, the annual episode, Leo? Is that what I'm going to... I'm going to call that from now on. The, the side quest. The episodic? side quest. That's what we called it. The side quest. The episodic side quest. Because the yeah. best way to share this podcast is by word of mouth and sharing it on social media or wherever it may be. You guys hold the keys to the future of this podcast. No pressure. Who wants to share the side quest this week? Wow, don't all jump so fast to it. Holy crap. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like you want to. I, aired, I shared the last one. <laughs> Let's have Sam do it. He hasn't done it in a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, everyone, listen up and listen good. Your side quest, if you choose to accept it, is to share the podcast, your favorite episode of the podcast, with someone who's recently visited Ikea. Someone who has recently visited Ikea. That is your episodic sure. side quest. Everyone, thank you so much for coming out. And let's say our final goodbyes. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.